You're listening to the Southampton Delivery Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Southampton Football Club and all of the SFC fans. If you want to have guarantees, you have to buy a washing machine. Either we win or we learn, and today we learn. Abdacha, It's infield to Mane, 25 yards out. Lovely ball for Pella. Onside, 1 0. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Southampton Delivery Podcast, a podcast and newsletter dedicated to the Southampton Football Club and all the SFC fans, and available right here on SouthamptonDelivery.com. My name is Matt Markson. I am the host of the show. No matter where you are, no matter how you may be listening, whether this is your first time or you've been here before, thanks for making the show part of your day. I hope that you enjoy it. And if this is your first time, something a little bit different this week. Uh, I am currently recording this. My entire family thinks I am packing the car so we can go camping, but uh, I'm not doing that. I'm taking a break to record this because we're not going to be here. I'm not going to be here for the Newcastle match. Uh, I won't be here to talk to anybody after the Newcastle match. And so you are hearing what you are hearing has been recorded uh, well before. But um, before I left to go camping, I talked with Aiden Osman. And uh, in light of the Saints season ticket prices coming out for next season, um, he did some dissertation work on uh, season ticket prices and their effect on fans and things like that. And so um, I figured this was a good chance to talk to him about that. We tried to set some other things up for um, you know, Southampton Women's Club and, and things just kind of fell through. So um, this week, that's what you get. It's something a little bit different. Uh, if you don't like it, we'll be back with another episode next week, but I think everything will be fine. And um, somebody told me, I should say, you know, oh yeah, you get what you pay for. Um, and that's true. And then somebody said, well, what about the patrons? Well, they will get a normal, regular episode sometime after the Watford match. Uh, before we play again next weekend. So uh, they will actually get what they pay for. And uh, hopefully you feel like you're getting a little bit extra. But anyway, thanks so much for listening to the show. Uh, That's really all it is. Uh, I am going to head out and go camping. I'm off to get sunburnt and uh, bitten by mosquitoes and play in a river and uh, just have a lot of fun with my family. So uh, I hope you do something similar. Um, Happy Easter if you celebrate. I don't know. And that's just outside my house, let alone wait till we get to where we're going. So anyway, uh, thank you so much. Uh, enjoy your day. Enjoy the show. Um, and if you're enjoying every, all that stuff, be sure you, to follow Aiden Osman. He's at Aiden underscore Osman 96 on Twitter. Uh, and until next time, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. We'd like to welcome back to the Southampton Delivery Podcast, Aiden Osman. You can find him on Twitter at Aiden underscore Osman 96. Aiden, uh, from the kebab shop to home to here, uh, thanks for coming on the show again and uh, welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, yeah, a little bit of a rocking about a kebab shop, but let's not go into that. <laughs> different different show, different, uh, maybe different um, beverages needed. Um, currently have some coffee. I'm enjoying myself. We're packing up to go on our trip. So, uh, this will be the, one of the last things I do before we head out. So it's, it'll be, it'll be nice. So, um, anyway, thanks for coming by. And, and part of what I wanted to talk to you about is, is, uh, obviously I won't be here to record after the game, which is not, which is normally what happens. Um, and, and so we wanted to just 
kind of dive into your research a little bit. You've been finishing up uh, your schooling uh, and you've done your dissertation on on ticketing and prices and things like that and, and its effect that it has on fans and, and things like that. So um, with Southampton releasing their season tickets and, and me kind of being here in the U.S. and not really... Um, never, ha- I've never had a season ticket to anything, um, other than, than paying the money to watch the premier league or paying the money to watch the Astros play every, every, so I can see every game. Um, that's not a ticket. That's just a subscription to something. So, um, I am, I'm interested to see kind of, uh, what you found in, in terms of your research and stuff like that. And if that's okay, um, we'd like to, I'd just like to dive in. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so basically the basis of what I did my dissertation on was how ticket prices and distractions affect the attendances at games within English football. So I didn't just look at Southampton as a whole. I looked at like the whole of the professional English football from the Premier League down to League Two. Okay. Um, so obviously, as you can gather, the higher up the spectrum you are, it's different because it's different levels and clubs have bigger fan bases and bigger stadiums and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, so that's what I did. I looked at two. So going into my research, I looked at the average attendance for every game uh, for each of the clubs that I selected for last season. I looked at their cheapest ticket prices per game. So some clubs like Southampton do they they offer ticket prices based on categories. So you pay more money to watch the more like luxurious teams like City, Chelsea, Liverpool. And etc. So the bigger teams you pay them more money, and some teams can stay, some teams offer one one price per game for the entire season. So I looked at I looked into all of that, and then I went and got some fans' perspectives on the views of their club. So how they thought, whether they thought the ticket strike me was fair, what they thought the strengths were, what they thought the weaknesses were. And obviously, what kind of category they fell under, and how much they were paying for the ticket uh, in this season has gone. All right, all right. Well, I mean, so for me, I've only ever been to 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 an away match, so I know that there's a there's a cap on those in terms of of what the the Premier League and what other teams, I guess, have have agreed to charge. Uh, I know there's been plenty of kind of. Um, complaints coming out of the Fulham camp. They they did the stop the green the greed campaign. Um, the Fulhamish podcast was was a big part of that, and so I know there's been some things with that. And I, I guess for me, like where where did this come from in terms of why why did you kind of get interested in this topic uh, as the one you wanted to kind of look into for your dissertation? Um, honestly, I don't actually know what what sparked the idea in my head. But once I had it in my head, I had it like. That was firmly what I wanted to do my dissertation on. So I was, because obviously the degree I do is exclusive up at the Etihad, so it's sport, business and coping. Um, and I kind of been more sort of leaning towards the business side of my degree. So I kind of wanted to understand that like a business level, the impacts that ticket pricing has on the attendances and then how that will affect the club going forward um so i i guess can you just list off uh for some of the listeners like some of the clubs that you you looked at and and how you went about choosing the the clubs that you that you wanted to look into because obviously you didn't look into every team in the you didn't do the whole 92 i hope um no because i i've talked to you since you started so i think i know you have some life um (laughs) um but uh, if you could just go i mean how did you go about choosing the teams or selecting the teams that you chose to look into so 
so the criteria I selected was that um, I picked two teams from each division. The teams that were selected had to be in the division in the previous season, so that excludes teams getting relegated and going up via promotion. Um, so that that was sort of the criteria looking at that. So the, the eight teams that I looked at was Manchester City, Southampton, Aston Villa, Bolton Wanderers, Shrewsbury Town, Rochdale, Lincoln City and Morecambe. And each, each of those two teams finished at like different ends of the spectrum, given the league table. So Villa finished, I think, third last season. Obviously, we finished 17th and City went and broke 100 points. And that, that was sort of my thinking behind it. So it was one team that was just, just surviving in the league and one team that was really well performing in it. All right. Yeah. OK, I, I'm with you. Um, and then I guess as you were going through it, um, I mean, season ticket prices, I, I, I guess the, the clubs always want, they want season tickets because they kind of want to know how much revenue they're going to generate on a, on a given match day. And they can, they can, I guess, better, better base it off that. But um, did you find kind of a, a big disparity between the, the divisions in terms of what they were charging or was the disparity, uh, was there a bigger disparity maybe between what city was charging and what Southampton was charging or maybe yeah, we'll, we'll start there. I, I have other kind of questions. I'm interested in what you found. So, Season tickets, obviously, as many of the listeners will know and anyone who watches football knows, guarantees you a seat to each of the league home games. Um, so there was a bit of a disparity. Um, so the cheapest season ticket I managed to find for an adult at Manchester City was £299. Um, the cheapest one I managed to find at St Mary's was £541. Um, obviously, there's different reasons behind that. Um, not all of I think there was only a fair few that were at 299 for City whereas Southampton for an adult tended was four five four one was was the minimum um, and then lower down in the leagues that you went Villa started Villa charged 322 Bolton charged 316 Shrewsbury charged 295 Rochdale um, charged 200 but they had like a specific scheme on that which is actually really interesting if you read into what into it um, Lincoln City did 265 and Morecambe did 219 so it would suggest the low down in the divisions you go the less you pay to what the team because obviously the standard of football is not that high class yeah yeah but and then but it also seems like I'm guessing the 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 reason that city has some of those cheaper season tickets is because the, the stadium is so much bigger, I guess. And, and you have seats that are up in the, in the upper tier. And is that, would that be maybe part of the reason? Cause I, yeah, I know fans. Def- have... Definitely. Because most, most of the time, whenever I've gone to watch tickets have been cheaper in like the, in the upper tiers, because they've just been sort of, you don't, you, you don't really get what atmosphere you get. Like you get a decent view, but it's not great. I think you get you get to see the the Wenger out playing at, at high level um, if you're up there sometimes, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah. So I mean that's uh, so I, I guess the obviously you would you would assume you would pay less as you as you go down the leagues as you as you stated, but um, just like taking a look at some of the the stuff. I mean, did you did you kind of work out like what that that works out to you, like 
per per match or kind of what people wind up paying in 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 terms of that um well actually roughly no i didn't go i didn't go into that side of it i went into more sort of the prices and then the attendances for the game so i looked at how the average attendance was at the stadium okay and how the price affected it and so i mean so what did you find i mean because you would think that the lower leagues would struggle a little bit to to attract viewership in and of itself. I think maybe if you get down to the league two level, I think sometimes I have the the you know the ability to watch some of the league one and league two matches uh, and, and some of the championship matches here on in, on TV. And uh, sometimes the stadiums aren't full, but it, I don't know if that's to do with the team. I don't know if that's to do with the league, and that's just how it is. Or if it's have has to do with the fact that often if I'm watching it some odd hour of the day, um, yeah. but I mean, what did you find in terms of in terms of that? I guess and and you start at one end or the other of the spectrum. I don't I don't I don't much matter. Well, it um it all depends on the club and the area. Like I'm gonna throw for example, Shrewsbury aren't a massive club. No disrespect to anyone that's from Shrewsbury or you know has any ties with them, but they they're really not a massive club, and neither are Rochdale. Um, so their stadiums are quite small, um, and obviously when you're a club at that level, it's hard to attract. Um, what I did find actually though, because they between and they, well, Shrewsbury's average attendance was just under six thousand, and Rochdale's was just under four. Um, I did find that Lincoln City actually, who were in League Two, just, you know, since their new managers have come in, I don't know if you're aware, but um, some people listening might be. And since the Cowley brothers came in, they won promotion. They went on a historic FA Cup run where they got to the quarterfinals and went to the Emirates. And they lifted the JPT last year, which was quite good. That was a throwback trophy. Um, but yeah, since since those managers have come in, the club's sort of been on an upward spiral. And obviously, given the last week, they've just won promotion back into League One as well. So right. I think there's just a real feel-good factor around the club. And obviously, with the recent success... Their demand for tickets has gone up, which is why their attendance has gone up. And, and with that, do you? I mean, with with the promotion, do you do you see them having to raise their ticket prices to in order to attract, you know, uh, or to be able to pay pay the players? Because uh, I, I imagine there'd be some sort of turnover in terms of the squad that 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 is there now and the squad they'll play with next season, and then um, you know uh, probably have to pay those players a, a fair bit more. It, being up in the league, am I, am I kind of on the right track there? Yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, pretty much because obviously the the higher in the divisions you are, the the higher quality players that you get, and those quality of players, you know, want quality wages really. So um, I'll probably see like a slight increase, but I don't think it'll be anything overly too dramatic. And, and so, in terms of of talking to fans and getting feedback from fans in terms of how they, uh, I guess, how satisfied they were with with their the ticket prices and stuff like that, is it is it just a normal? I mean. I think everybody in the United States complains about ticket prices. I think that's it. That's just a, a normal. It's like when you ask somebody how they're doing and everybody just says busy. It's just one of those things that you say, because it's not just the ticket prices. If you're traveling to, to a match, it's, it's the, uh, it's, it's getting there. It's, it's getting the food and stuff on the match day. The, the match days become, uh, quite pricey, I guess, especially if you have to pay for parking and things like that, which, um, I know something usually in London, you try not to, but, uh, if you're, if you're, traveling from outside the area. I know a lot of people do drive into St. Mary's and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, getting feedback from fans, I mean, what, what was the kind of overall feeling about the, the prices in terms of what they were getting for their money when they were showing up uh, on a match day? Um, quite honest. Uh, it's different 
given the situation of the club, obviously, the I'm going to put it in as simple terms as I can. If the club is basically fighting for relegation and not performing like we were for much of last season, fans are going to question why they bother paying that kind of money to watch their team play like so. That that was the biggest complaint, and then obviously, given that this is probably what now our second consecutive season of you know not being at a level that we should be, right? There's there was a little bit of disgruntlement in the fans that I got from Southampton because obviously they're not happy with what they're what they're seeing, and they're getting charged a lot to see it. It's like you, you're charging them to be hurt, and it it was a bit unfair, but. Uh, We'll see about the new ones that's coming out. Yeah, and so I mean, it. I remember. I do remember a lot of that last season when uh, the prices came out and people said, kind of, they're 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 being charged. Kind of, you know, season ticket prices are are up there in terms of. I think they're well inside the top ten in terms of what they're they're being asked to pay for for season tickets. And you watch what we were getting, and we were getting kind of, you know, boring. kind of poor quality uh, football for much of the season. Uh, and I think that even goes back leading into the, the Puel and, and, and to Puel seasons um, or season, I should say um, that, that just the, the style of football and what the, the fans were watching and, and getting, they weren't kind of enjoying it. And I know that the club has gone some way in terms of trying to, to improve the match day experience. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like what you're saying is it, eventually it boils down to mostly what they're seeing on the field. Uh, more so than if there's clappers in the stands or anything like that. Yeah, well, that's that's always going to be the main factor that affects an attendance because you know people people don't want to go and pay however much money to go watch their team play like crap. Um, argument though with the Puel season is the fact that actually at the time we started that season we were a top six club and in European competition as well. So you can kind of sort of justify the ticket prices because, you know, we've just had an amazing season. There's there's no reason to suggest otherwise until, you know, Les went and let Koeman go and, and we lost Pella, Mane, and, and then it just all went downhill, basically. <laughs> I think we're going back up now, so I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, well, I guess we could we could talk a little bit about the the season tickets that were just the prices that were just released, but um, but we'll 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 get there. But um, I mean, was there anything else that 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 I mean, was this does this did this turn out to be a deterrent for people who were who were going to as to whether or not they were going to renew their season ticket, or was it was were people most often um, kind of they're they're supporting the team they it, it's basically based more on their that can they afford it as a as a as a family or as an individual uh or was it the team is doing so poorly uh or, or we're not getting enough and therefore I'm not willing to pay this price so I'm going to show them that that I'm disappointed or or that I'm that I that I don't approve does that make sense yeah that that makes sense well I did find those most of the people that had season tickets where there's like you get different the, the academical thing is you've got different types of supporters, especially within the sport, and they all fall into like separate categories. So you've probably got your occasional fan that doesn't go to many games and then you get your like, you know, like your one time fans that go once. And then the season ticket holders are more sort of like die hardcore support, which is actually the the technical term for it. Um so what what I found most with season ticket holders, even though they were 
disappointed and you know they were gruntled they would majority of them would still stick by the team given that but obviously there are the exceptions where people can't afford it anymore for you know whatever financial background reasons or like as you said people are making their statements just to turn around and be like well why did I pay money when we've just scraped you know survival on the last day on by a point on goal difference or something like that yeah yeah absolutely um I guess one thing I'm wondering is like how many clubs offer some sort of, of loyalty for for keeping your season ticket over a period of seasons versus um, the new season ticket and and is there generally a is there is there generally some sort of of I guess break for the people who choose to stay or um, as I've heard people complain in the past that a lot of the adult tickets at Saints kind of stay the same for the most part like. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, majority of clubs actually do tend to offer a renewal price, which is slightly cheaper than a new price, but there's not much in it, if I'm perfectly honest with you. Does it just work out to basically a couple pounds per match and and, and that, yeah. that that's it? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. All right. And I mean... I- I, I I'll be honest. I don't I don't thoroughly understand the the kind of pricing structure. Even looking at at Saints' current season, um, it it kind of seems all over the place. I mean, you look at at you understand that some places, um, you know, the like Itchen South, for instance. And, and I'm looking now. Yeah. I guess at, at this year's at this year's uh, for the for, so for next season because they this was just just released. Um. You know the the Asian South seems to be the cheapest. It also seems to be a, a very small section and kind of, I mean, not necessarily where you would want to sit if you were, um, you know, if this if this yeah. I mean, it that doesn't seem like the best seat in the house for sure. Um, but but you go down and it kind of, you know, it, it doesn't the price doesn't change all that much down from an adult all the way through uh, the under eleven. Um, but yet you get into the family stand and, and if you're under eleven. You're going in for 19, you're going basically a dollar or it's not a dollar, a pound a match. Um, yeah. But the, the adult in that section has got to pay five forty one. Um, So it, it's just looking at it going like, well, I mean, there's no, if you're actually a family, <laughs> there's, there's no break there for you really. Um, You might, you, you, you could pay uh, to sit some elsewhere around the stadium and probably come pretty damn close to the same price. Just, as long as you're not trying to sit uh, in the luxury areas, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's that tends to be the way with most football clubs in that sort of division. Well, just in general, to be fair, more the stands that sort of generate atmosphere tend to be the ones that have more of sort of a premium price, and then obviously you get all your pot and your hospitality seats, which you know they're very expensive, but they probably are what you pay. Cause you probably get like a free program, free drink, free food, or Bam. Um, but you can't wear you can't wear any colours in the uh, hospitality bit today. Um, oh, oh really? Yeah, both times I went, I got told off for having a safe shirt. So it's like, well, like, please, guys. Yeah, that's that's you amazing. Know, not like I'm in, not like I'm in the home end, but whatever. <laughs> um, um, well, but I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. realise that. Yeah, I think it's because they want it to look, you know luxurious and exclusive and I guess football shirts don't really give us that impression do they I, I guess not I, I, I can understand that um, well I mean looking at, at Saints season ticket prices for this season um, yeah, I mean 
I guess is is it some sort of a break from from last season? I'm I I have looked at them both and I'm suddenly drawing a blank. But uh, maybe uh, is there a little bit difference? And if there's not, if they if they wind up being about the same price, um, given the you know given what we ended with last season um, and what we are kind of ending with this season in terms of of the way we're playing and and the number of goals we're scoring. And we're speaking before the Newcastle match, but. Um, you know, the run that we've been on in terms of just the excitement level and, and everything else. I mean, would people be, I guess, more okay with, with the prices and are they now more in line with the type of team we've been given that, you know, under Haas and Hoodle, we're, we're in the top 10, you know, if, if you just count from uh, either the new year or even when he took over. Um, you know, to be honest, when I saw the season ticket prices come out, I thought they were, they would, they were cheaper than what they were last season, but still for like ticket prices are quite, you know, they're fairly high. But obviously because they're cheaper, I've seen quite a lot of the fans on social media, on Facebook and Twitter and all the rest of it praise getting, you know, because some people have saved like £200 this year for renewing. And it's just, you know, you, you can't fault the club in the fact that they're at least trying to do something. And, you know, they've, they've done more benefits as well, whereas like, uh, season ticket holders can now get like discounts on food and drink inside the stadium before kickoff, and you know they'll still get their merchandise discount. They'll get money off coach travel. They'll get discount on you know if they ever need to hire a room at St Mary's for whatever reason. So there's there's bits done definitely. All right, and then uh, with that, I mean, was that something that you kind of found across a lot of the other clubs that you looked at, or was that? Uh, it sounds like it maybe. It sounds new. It sounds exciting to me and new to me. But like, is that maybe a pretty standard thing for for clubs to do? Um, like you always get benefits for other than just having the season. You always get like most clubs tend to give benefits like ten pound, ten percent discount on the mega store or something like that. Um, one of the biggest things that I found when I was doing my research is that especially this was pre the season ticket prices coming out, um, which from the fans was that especially at Southampton, was that there wasn't enough sort of reward or sort of loyalty scheme for renewing your season ticket. You just felt like, oh, kind of got the same thing just for another season. Yeah, well, it looks like even even this year, um, if if we're just going uh, adult pricing, uh, the loyalty price for the Itchin South, for the family stand, for uh, are the same. And there's a slight discount for um, the wings and goals category. And then as you get into the, the, like, and, and those tickets are, you know, for the itch and South three ninety nine for the family stand five forty one. Um, those, those stay the same, but then you get into some of these ones that are going to, that are costing somebody that's coming in for the first time, uh, 855 pounds for a season ticket. Uh, there, there is a, you know, it's a, it's just over a hundred pound, uh, break for the, for those, for those. But like, I mean, yeah, I mean, a hundred pounds is a hundred pounds, but uh, it just doesn't seem like there's quite like I'm not looking there and seeing a massive reward. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, a hundred quid is still a hundred quid. I'd love to have a hundred quid, you know, just thrown in my bank account out of nowhere. Um, it's 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 an improvement. It's just it's not much of one as you know. This, I don't really want to sound disrespectful, but no, no, no. you know, we 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 could be charging a lot less, and we could, you know, be charging a lot less per game. So, and and I, I, the, argu- the argument that I most often hear, but 
Sorry. Yeah, uh, go on. Yeah, the, the the argument that I most often hear, especially is in the Premier League, is is it's the TV revenue that that is really what drives the club and is the main kind of, um, it, it's the main payment that the club is going to receive, and in other leagues where maybe the TV rights deals aren't as lucrative or maybe they're chopped up in different ways, that the the match day pricing and and the match day revenue is is so so important, and not to say that the match day revenue isn't as important for Saints here and and. Everybody wants people in the stands, but it, it seems like there has to be a line somewhere where people go like, well, I can stay home and save, you know, a thousand pounds. So whatever it is, uh, once I eat and do all this other stuff versus, um, you know, and that's worth it to me versus, um, you know, I, I don't want to pay this, this, this certain price. But I mean, I would say that when I look at it from, from my perspective, when I, when I come over, I'm willing to pay, you know just about anything to get into a match because it's, it's a once in a lifetime, not a once in a lifetime, but it's, it's not a, it's not an everyday thing for me, you know? Um, whereas uh, I think the, the season ticket holders have a, probably have a different view on it because they are, they are paying to go to that, to that. And, and at some point, I mean, if I were to take my son every week, there would be sure he, he would enjoy the match and want to see the match, but there's probably something else as a child that, that he wants to get out of it in terms of seeing the mascot or, or, you know, playing some game or doing something, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. And I think that's, that's what more clubs are trying to get into now. They're trying to get into more sort of fan engagement and, you know, improve the experience on match days, which is, you know, I'm quite lucky in the fact that I get to go to like quite a few away games and in the sense that I get to see how many different, how different clubs, you know, tackle these match day buildups and, you know, events and all of this. And then obviously with uni being based in a based at a stadium. So I get to see how like city do their events and, you know, it's yeah, all of that's great, but it still boils down to the performance on the pitch, having the impact, you know, at the full time and granted. Yeah. Especially in the Premier League, a lot of the TV money does, it, it probably does cover the club for a, a good luck. But what what we need to realise is the better we are performing is the more T V money we're gonna get because we're gonna get we're gonna be more attractive to these you know, to these broadcasters because we're playing well. Which is why we've probably not featured as much on T V this season. Because we've not been great. I mean, granted we didn't feature much last season, but you know, under under Puel we were on quite a bit, you know, especially with the Europa League we were pretty much on all of our games were on BT and then you've got all of like the Premier League games that go on to BT and then Sky and then Super Sunday and all the rest of it. Yeah, so just looking at, uh, at kind of some numbers back from, uh, this is from sixteen seventeen. 17 um, we were still owned by, by Gao at this point. Um, match day stuff, $22 million. Um, Broadcasting 143 million, commercial revenue 16 million, uh, other income 1 million. So I mean, you add up all the other categories, and it's not even it's not even close. And and that just, I mean, you could you could lose. I, I I almost think if you lose some match day revenue in terms of lowering those ticket prices, that your potential for commercial revenue and other things goes up because you get more people in the in the stadium to buy. Uh, shirts and things like that. I think the money still gets spent there, but people maybe leave feeling like they've 
they've got something extra for their monies. I mean, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much kind of the point that I argued as well. I was saying that, you know, especially in an elite level with the money that you get via TV revenue and, you know, player transfers and all the rest of it, you still um, may as well lower the prices to get more people in the gates and more people supporting their team. And you know what it's like. The more The more crowds behind the team they're probably better confidence they're going to have on the pitch to try these expansive and you know these different things to keep going forward yeah so i mean i mean with, with that said it's uh it, it'll be interesting to see what kind of improvements maybe that the, the 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 club chooses to make around the ground and and i know a lot of that's going to come from the fan voice panel in terms of of things they'd like to see um and i'm always i'm always wondering and, and interested if if you know the 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 reaction we get off of Twitter, if that's a true reflection of some of the other uh, fans that maybe aren't on there, because I know that sometimes the there are plenty of other fans that that don't use social media or you know miss the post or whatever or, don't, or just don't complain because oftentimes the people that are happy uh, don't say how happy they are. It's the people who are upset that let enjoy letting everybody know. Um, and you know, I, I I'm sure you and I are the same in terms of. I don't necessarily block a lot of people, but I mute a lot of words um, because I'm tired of hearing it. So, um, you know, maybe maybe we just maybe we don't get a fair reflection. I, I'm not sure. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how the club progress and and kind of what their what feedback they are given directly from the season ticket holders and and those people who visit uh, just just occasionally on a match day and and yeah and and I hope that you know as we move up the table, I hope that the the ticket prices will stay you know, in line with where they are now, if, if not going down a little bit. Uh, and if we don't move up the table, um, although I'll be honest, I, I was looking at the table before and I'm, I'm, we're almost to the point now where I'm starting to look up instead of down. And uh, that may be dangerous. I don't want to, I don't want to jinx us, but um, we have a better goal difference than a couple of teams who are above us. And if we could just get there to the points, I, I'd be pretty happy. And, and that makes a big difference because each premier league place is worth several million pounds in terms of, of, of revenue. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, yeah, I'm completely the same. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've kind of gotten sucked into the illusion where I'm starting to look up the table now and think, oh, if we go and beat, we go beat Newcastle tomorrow, we're above them by a point, and then suddenly, you know, things start playing on your mind and it's like, oh well, Ralph Stephen Stately wants to go and beat him for the end of the season. Now I'm like, <laughs> no, there's there's no reason that we can't do it, especially given the fixtures that we've got. We yeah. go and beat him. You know, realistically, we could finish above Bournemouth, and you know, we've not been above them all season. Right. That that would that would actually make my day just to cut them up as well. And I mean, so I mean, obviously, we're speaking before Newcastle, so this all might sound terrible uh, when it when it comes out on Tuesday. But um, Aiden, I, I just want to say thank you for for sharing your research. Um, wish you the best of luck as you move forward and in, in presenting that and finishing up with uh, with with this portion of the schooling. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, the mood around the Etihad where your campus is is not too glum after their uh, Champions League exit uh, from, from the other night. But uh, pleasure to have you on and I will talk to you soon. And if uh, anybody wants to get in touch with you, they can do that at Aiden underscore Osman 96. Uh, links are in the show notes. And uh, thanks. Yeah, no worries. does it for this episode of the Southampton Delivery Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Special thanks goes out to my guest this week, Aiden Osman. You can find him on Twitter at Aiden underscore Osman 96. He'll be presenting that dissertation research soon. So congratulations to him. 
Um, and thank you to everybody who listens. Thank you to the patrons of the show for helping keep it going, keeping it advertisement free. Uh, it really does make my day. Um, need to shout out a couple of, of people who make the show possible. Um, everybody at the Southampton page, Jay, Aiden is part of that team, Jack, everybody who helps make that news kind of uh, those news accounts go, um, do that, go follow them. They're nearing 2000 followers on Twitter. Um, so, so try to get that done if you, if you can. Um, and you can also follow them on Instagram. Uh, they are a huge help to me and they wouldn't, they're, they're a partner of the show and the show wouldn't really be possible without them. Matt Beeling of the We Are Southampton page, also someone I need to thank. Uh, he does the artwork for the show, the logo for the show. Um, and if you're not following the We Are Southampton page on Instagram, you're missing out on some truly incredible match day edits, uh, polls, competitions, and other things of that nature. If you'd like to follow this show on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, you can do that. We're at SFCDELL underscore IVERY on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Facebook.com slash SFC delivery. There is no underscore in the Facebook address. And everything is available at SouthamptonDelivery.com where you can sign up for the newsletter. Um, you can subscribe to the show. You can leave a comment. You can get in touch with us on social media. You can do all of that stuff directly through the website. So visit SouthamptonDelivery.com. If you're enjoying the show and uh, you feel like supporting it, you can leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen, or you can actually join and subscribe and become a Patreon, get access to all the stuff that Patreons get, uh, including having priority for having their questions answered on the show. You get access to a private Discord channel where we talk about saints uh, and other stuff and apparently share books um, or uh, you can subscribe at the five dollar a month level get a bonus episode per month uh, that's what those guys will be getting after the Watford match this week so um, remember at the top of the show I told you we were getting ready to go camping I'm actually sitting in the exact same spot that I was then um, it's literally like 15 seconds later I just paused for a while and then I let you listen to Aiden so yeah um, so anyway that, that's there uh, hope you enjoyed the show um, if you did subscribe let a friend know all that stuff. If not, check back next week. Give us another chance. Um, and hopefully, uh, we're marching towards safety. So um, that's it for now. Until next time, remember that together, we march on.